This is Thriving Thoughts, a podcast that teaches you how to change your thoughts so you can change your life. I'm Dr. Sherry, clinical psychologist turned thought coach. In each five-minute episode of the Thriving Thoughts podcast, we will discover one lie we believe about ourselves, others, or the world that lures us into a surviving mindset. Then we'll learn the truth that leads us into a thriving thought world and to bring Bridge the gap between knowing and doing, I'll teach you one practical thought tool you can start to use right away. Consider me your personal thought coach and each episode your personal thought coaching session. I want you to thrive, to grow, flourish, and prosper. And here's your first truth. If you want to thrive, you have to choose to do the work, the daily deliberate work of changing the way you think so you can change your life. Welcome to the Thriving Thoughts community. Let's get ready to speak truth over the lies so we can thrive in any and every circumstance. Anger, sadness, fear, uncertainty, embarrassment, frustration, all are commonly referred to as negative emotions, but that would mean they're not good for us, right? If something's negative, we're not supposed to feel it, think it, or focus on it. We're supposed to change our thoughts and change our lives. That means thinking positive, right? Well, no, thinking positive is being optimistic and it often begs us to overlook critical information. That's where feelings come in. Feelings are critical information. The feeling of fear tells us we think there's something to be afraid of. The feeling of anger tells us that we think we've been wronged. Embarrassment tells us we think people are judging us in a harsh light. Frustration tells us we think we're helpless in some way. Learning about ourselves, aka the thriving place, is in the moments of such feelings. They aren't inherently uncomfortable. They are societally and culturally framed as not good. We've been conditioned to believe that bad feelings need to be dismissed or fought. Feelings are information. And information alone is non-threatening. It's the judgment or attributes we attach to the information that causes us to react, ironically, with more feeling. The feeling of fear brings about more fear. The feeling of anger gives way to more anger about being angry or more anger to justify the initial anger. The feeling of sadness can easily give way to hopelessness or despair because of what you believe about that feeling. Here are the underlying lies about feelings, chief among them. There are negative and positive emotions. Truth. Emotions are information. We interpret them as negative or positive, and more lies power through our minds when we believe we're having a quote-unquote negative feeling. I'm not supposed to feel this way. I'm not supposed to feel this feeling. I am the feeling. This feeling isn't going to go away. This feeling isn't normal. The lies we've been conditioned to believe about feelings keep us from prospering from them. Yes, when we get information, we can choose to do something with it for our betterment. That doesn't mean we're supposed to turn negative emotions into positive ones, because that would also mean we're trying to get rid of them. Fighting them off gives them power, power that feelings cannot have without our permission. In fact, without our creation, feelings have no inherent power. The power they have is granted in our interpretation, our thoughts. It is what we choose to think about our feelings that determines if they have power over us or if we have power over them. Has anyone ever taught you that you need to validate someone's emotions? The definitions of validation are numerous, but a handful say to support the truth of something. Most definitions say to understand and accept particularly with regard to one's feelings. An important distinction is that acceptance and understanding have become synonymous with agreement. I understand my own feelings because I've done the work to understand the information they bring to me, how I interpret them, and how to respond in a way that benefits me without snowballing into more powerless emotional experiences. But I don't believe them to be truth. I don't accept them as my feelings are what they are and don't tell me they're wrong. 
wrong. No, I challenge myself. Accepting feelings to me is, okay, panic, there you are again. Understanding my feelings is to say, all right, Sherry, when panic comes on, you know you have power over it. That process moves me beyond validation to using my feelings for my growth and not allowing my feelings to stunt that growth. I speak over my feelings. I see you. You're just a feeling. You won't be there forever. In fact, I'm doing some deep breathing and grounding techniques right now to exert power over you. Then when I subside the panic, not when the panic subsides, I use the experience to say, okay, what brought this on? Have I changed anything in my life? Are there stressors that I've been avoiding and need to confront? Am I being faithful to my self-care routine? Am I deliberately doling out my yeses and nos? If it sounds like that's an entire therapy session with myself, well, that's because it is. That's the level of work involved in thriving. We can never step into that work without the gift of feelings. They beg us to do that self-evaluation. And it's not so those emotions don't come back. It's so we understand them and they stop having the power to make us spiral. Don't believe the lie that you have to fight off negative feelings. Speak and use the truth. Feelings are information, not facts. By the way, I have two thought coaching spaces available if you want someone to guide you and hold you accountable on your own journey of thriving. DM me on any of my social platforms. All the links to do so are in the show notes. Share the love and share the show by tagging at Speaks on Instagram and using the hashtag ThrivingThoughtsWithDrSherry. Until Wednesday, speak truth over the lies and you will thrive in any and every circumstance.